0: Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Thursday, September 16th, 2021. Stand up for your country and have a meaningful Yom Kippur. I say Kippur sometimes, but it's Kippur is a correct pronunciation. This is the most important religious holiday in the Jewish religion. It is uh, a day of repentance and fast, and we wanted to acknowledge it for our own all of our Jewish viewers all over the world. I know we have a big contingent in Israel itself. Okay, let's begin with President Biden's schedule. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. He delivers remarks on leveling the playing field. Don't you love that cliche in our economy? And that basically is socialism. So you gotta, Yeah, you want to level a playing field? We're just going to take away from those who have and give to those who don't. That's how we level it. <laughs> Biden doesn't even know. I've said this a million times. I'm sorry to be repetitive. You just don't even know. Hey, Mr. President, you do this now. Okay, okay. Um, And here is uh, the proof of that. General Mark Milley. All right. So this is all over the place, but it it really is simple. And as you know, I'm a simple man, so I'm going to break it down. Our initial reporting uh, last night on the No Spin News was, I think, the best in the country. If you missed it, please watch it. Um, Because immediately, the people who don't like uh, the Biden administration um, convicted Milley of treason, and the people who do like the Biden administration gave him a complete pass. Okay? Immediately. So what we said is there is only one way, only one way to find out if Milley is a traitor. Now, that's a strong word, but if General Milley contacted the armed forces of a foreign nation, in this case China, and spoke behind the back of the commander in chief, in this case Donald Trump. He's a traitor. Simple man, simple analysis, that's the truth. But did he do it? Did he do anything treasonous? Or as he says, he was just conducting routine Pentagon business. When his election, he gives uh, the foreign nation's a heads up. Here's how the situation is looking. And after the Capitol riot, he calls selected people and, and says whatever he says. But if he called the commander in chief a loon or uh, in, out of control or a guy who may attack, that's treason. So we know what the game is. So, of course, the Biden administration really didn't do anything wrong. Roll the tape. He has been chairman of the Joint Chiefs for almost eight months of his presidency. They've worked side by side through a range of international events. uh, And the president has complete confidence in his leadership, his patriotism, and his fidelity to our constitution. Okay, all right, of course, they have to say that. Now, Milley was appointed by Donald Trump, but Biden carried him over as the uh, head military person in this country. So how do we resolve this? Well, you can't do it on a book. I mean, Bob Woodward, come on, you know? 200 anonymous sources, Bob? Couldn't you just cut it down to 180 and try to get 20 on the, on the record? No, much easier to have anonymous sources. I think I could write a book in a week using anonymous sources. It, it's just, it's lazy is what it is. So anyway, the only way to get this nailed down, and it's very serious, if you care about your country, is you get a transcript of the phone call, the second one. That's the important one on January 8th of this year. Transcript. So we see what everybody said. Now, you know damn well the Chinese taped it. Okay. Pentagon taped it. I think they did. I'm not 100% sure, but if they didn't, that's a dereliction of duty. You you it to an adversary, you got to get it on tape. You have to. So that question was asked by a reporter for a a journal, I guess, called Task and Purpose Roll the Tape. Would it be possible to get a transcript of General Milley's October 30th conversation with his Chinese counterpart, uh, especially noting that uh, the previous administration released a transcript of President Trump's conversation with President Zelensky? so i'm hoping that this administration can be just as transparent uh, jeff I, I i'm certainly not gonna uh sign us up to releasing uh, transcripts of, of conversations that occurred before we took office uh, and i uh, uh i just i i can't do that i'd refer you to the chairman's office if uh if you want uh, more context on that but uh, we're, we're not in a position to do that well that's a lie i mean that that, that man's name is john kirby He's the spokesperson for the Pentagon, press secretary. It's just a lie. They can put out a a transcript tomorrow. All right? You know, you have the commander-in-chief, Joe Biden, sign off on it. Bang, it's out. We can't can't do that. (laughs) Okay, so this is all gamesmanship, games playing. It's deceitful. I'm annoyed. You should be, too. But the Senate committee armed armed forces can subpoena those transcripts. On both calls. Again, the first call on October thirtieth, I don't I don't think that's a big deal, but I'd like to see the transcript. All right. Um, if Millie was rooting for either Trump or Biden, I'd like to know that. So military is supposed to be apolitical. So let's get them both. So that subpoena up to tape time today has not been issued. And I'm going, what what are you waiting for? Um so the chairman of the Armed Services Committee in the Senate is Jack Reed, Senator from Rhode Island. And the ranking member is Senator James Inhofe of Oklahoma. OK, and these guys can get a subpoena now. They have the power to do it now. Why haven't they done it? You know, and, and you know, you call them and they, you get nothing. Now, every media operation in this country should be all over this. But they're not because they don't want to know. The corrupt corporate media doesn't want to know what Milley really said. Because if he did commit treason, then he's going to be tried. The least that would happen would be he'd be dishonorably discharged. Now, I'm not rooting for anything bad to happen to General Milley unless he did something treasonous. We all know he's incompetent. Afghanistan was embarrassment. I mean, it's just insane how bad that was. And Milley signed off on it. So he's not, it's Biden's fault, but Milley executed that. He should have resigned. He's like, you can't do this, Mr. President. And if he had told Biden that in private, maybe Biden wouldn't have done it. So that's all we can hope for is that our system of government will hold Milley accountable and provide him due process, by the way, for whatever he did. If he's innocent, he should want that transcript out. Right? If he didn't do anything wrong, as he says, he should be demanding, ordering, because he's in charge, the Pentagon to put out the transcript. Right? So this thing is going to blow. It's going to blow up. You wait and see go to the southern border. During the month of August, all right, a few days ago it ended, there were 2,887 887 migrant encounters at the southern border. Once again, I'll explain that. These are migrants who come over to the United States and the Border Patrol either captures them or they hand themselves over to the Border Patrol and say, I want asylum. 208,887. This is a 317% increase over last August 2020 under President Trump. That is all you need to know. Hottest month of the year, brutally hot. Most of the time, apprehensions go down in July and August. Under Trump 2020, 50,000 apprehensions. This year, 2,000. Nine, if you want to round it off, 209,000 apprehensions. That's all you need to know. So Biden has lost control of the border, entirely his fault, 100% on his plate. Um, This is the first time in 21 years that migrant encounters with the Border Patrol have risen above 200,000. So we're looking at 2 million people here in a fiscal year, 2 million foreign nationals coming onto U.S. soil. And that doesn't count the people who get away which is probably another million, maybe more. So this is a a disaster. It's a humanitarian disaster, a political disaster, a national security disaster. And all these people have been tested for COVID. Okay. this is insane. What does Biden say? Nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kamala Harris is in charge of the border. What did she say? Nothing. Now the corrupt corporate media, here we go. Last, Tuesday and Wednesday, two days ago, one day ago, all right, did NBC News cover those stats from the Border Patrol on Lester Holt's broadcast? No. Lester couldn't, couldn't get it in. How about ABC? David Muir. No. David couldn't, couldn't wedge it in. Couldn't give it 30 seconds. CBS did. CBS, Nor O'Donnell, they covered it. They didn't give it much, but they mentioned it. How about the uh, New York Times? Got a lot of pages, you know, all the news that's fit to print. That's their slogan. Did they mention uh, this in August? No. They, they couldn't couldn't get it in anywhere. Washington Post did mention it. Now, this is embarrassing. It's a huge story. <laughs> and so that's why you're with me. That's why you're watching me on the first, watching me on BillOReilly.com, listening to me on WABC Radio. That's why you're with me. We don't do that. We're not corrupt. They are. All right, so uh, the Biden administration says, you know what? We're going to require all legal residents, foreign nationals, um, to have proof of vaccination starting October 1st. They couldn't, couldn't do it September 1st. October 1st. So if you are uh, awaiting a green card or a permanent residency, you got to show proof of vaccination. Now, this is in response to a huge outcry that all of these people are coming in here illegally, maybe they have COVID. Now, who would know? So other um, vaccines required to enter the USA, measles, mumps, rubella, chickenpox. Yeah, and they're required. And if you want to go to school, public school, you got to have them too. Just keep that in mind. Moderna. Now, I have the Moderna Vax myself. I got it uh, last winter. So, Moderna now says it's done trials, studies. And um, if you took Moderna Vax 13 months ago, which you couldn't have um, because it wasn't out yet, but they some trial people did, some Moderna people did, okay? The 13-month threshold the protection goes down. So they compared 13 months to eight months. Eight months, you're okay, and you have a 90% chance of being protected. However, there are breakthrough cases, as we know, especially with this Delta variant. But you got 90, Moderna's sticking to that. Now, because it goes down, the vaccine's effective. If it goes down, Moderna says, hey, you're going to need a booster. Now, Moderna's got a dog in the hunt because they're going to have to get paid for that just so you know, but I'm gonna get the booster. I'm gonna get it Um, because so far uh, I've been protected. You know, I've had people around me acquire COVID and I haven't and I attribute that to the vaccine. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe God is protecting me. I hope he is or she is. Um, One more study uh, from the CDC All right, so this looked at veterans, all right, and um, it found that Moderna vaccine was 95% effective at presenting, preventing hospitalizations among individuals of all ages. Okay, so I'm going to continue with the Moderna. You do what you think is right, but please consult a physician, all right, do, do not Take internets. St- I got a friend selling me all this whacked out stuff from the internet. And I just go, Ugh. now I'm not going to end the friendship. I just make fun of him. Okay. Talk to you, doctor. Um, mm, 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 mm. Big rally. Not big. rally Saturday in D.C., the J-6 rally. J-6 stands for January 6th, the attack on the Capitol. So about 700 are expected, probably more than that, I would think. And uh, they are looking for better treatment for the January 6th prisoners. Okay, As you know, some uh, have not been able to make bail. Some are considered flight risks, so they're in jail. And the organization Look Ahead America, uh, led by Matt Brainard, who's a former campaign employee for Donald Trump, uh, he put this together, and he wants to demonstrate his annoyance with uh, inhumane treatment, he says, of the those arrested on January 6th. Guys, a perfect right to do this. I would just caution everybody, if you're going to show, you're going to be provoked. So if you go to this rally, there will be people there trying to provoke you into violence or bad behavior. Just know that before you go. Because believe me, if one person at that rally does anything violent, it's going to lead every major newscast in this country. So if you really want humane treatment, don't get violent. Afghan refugees. You got a lot of mail on this. So um, there are 37,000 Afghan refugees heading to the USA. Texas and California will get the most. Uh, Then Oklahoma, Washington State, Arizona, Michigan, Missouri, Virginia, North Carolina, New York, Georgia, and Florida. For example, Florida is going to get 1,000, New York, 1,100. The states of Hawaii, South Dakota, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C., not a state, don't get any. Now, Afghans who are resettled are resettled on the basis of who you know. Do you know anyone in the USA? If you do, then you go there because they'll help you. And then there are the other resettlement agencies that help out. But this is not a flood, an overflow. It's not a political thing. Um, and it seems to be under control at this point. This is humanitarian play, these people helped us in Afghanistan, so they should come here and other countries, they can go to other countries, and they, and they are. Um, now, last night, we did uh, a story about Black Lives Matter and who funds it because Black Lives Matter is a Marxist organization in business to overthrow the US government and our capitalistic system. That's what Black Lives Matter is in business to do. Everybody knows that. They don't deny it. They're proud of it. They brag about it. But what is frightening is they have so much money, Black Lives Matter, that they can organize like this. They can get people in the street. They can attack people. Uh, One of their offshoots, Color of Change, attacked me. Okay, and I was stunned how quickly they put that together. Call me a racist. I'm based on nothing, lies, but they were able to do it, and they got publicity for it. So Black Lives Matter gets hundreds of millions of dollars from the Tides Foundation. This is a very shadowy, uh, anti-American group based in, of all places, San Francisco. What a shock. Their address is 1012 Torney Avenue, San Francisco. Torney, T O R N E Y. Maybe you want to drop in. Say hello. Okay. Their East Coast headquarters is in New York City, 55 Exchange Place. So the Tides Foundation is kind of a catch all for radical left money. George Soros. Tens of millions of dollars. Okay, and the Tides Foundation wants to overthrow the U.S. government. Now, nobody knows this because it's not reported. As we pointed out yesterday, if you missed our interview yesterday on Black Lives Matter, and please try to watch it. Okay, so the CEO of the Tides Foundation is a woman named Janice Evans Page, 56 years old. Um, she used to work at Hewlett Packard. Okay. Um, she was, uh, some kind of executive there for more than 20 years. So she's a radical leftist. And, uh, in 2018 was honored by Ebony magazine as one of its power 100 women. Wow. Okay. So that's Janice. Second in command is Steve Zuckerman. All right. He's managing director of uh, Tides Foundation in uh, California. He's got a BA from Yale, MBA from Stanford, um, and he's a radical leftist as well. So these are real human beings. This is a real organization. They get 100 million millions of dollars from people like George Soros and Ford Foundation and all these other radical left places. And they give a lot of it to BLM, who then pay people all over the country to cause trouble. (laughs) That's the pipeline. Now, did you, have you ever heard that anywhere else from any other news agency? No. And it's easy to find it out. We didn't have a hard time finding any of that out. All right. Uh, marijuana, pot, weed. Ugh. Oh, far out. You know, I wanted to do a strobe light on this segment, but my producer said no. That would not be add to my credibility, so we, we're not using a strobe light. All right, according to the National Institute of Health and National Institute of Drug Abuse, um, more college students are using pot than ever before, okay? It's an increase of 38 percent from 2015. So, as legalization becomes a reality, the kids in colleges are smoking pot. Now, when I was in college, in the Vietnam era, a lot of of idiots smoke pot. And I, I call them idiots because it didn't do them any good. As far as I could see, I know I'm being judgmental. I understand, but uh, there was pot everywhere, but it wasn't nearly as potent as it is now. So they got buzzed, these kids. I mean, they did. I saw it, but now they get really stoned. You're in a car. uh, uh Okay. So And correspondingly, as marijuana use among college students is up 38% since 2015, drinking is down. Now, you might say, well, that's a good thing. And it is a good thing. But not because of pot. All right? So, in 2019, 62% of college students consumed alcohol, now 56%. But there's a lot of intoxicating stuff going on in college, obviously. So... There are a number of health studies, and I'm just going to cite one of them. This is the latest one. But if you want, just Google marijuana health studies, and you'll see just a tremendous amount of material, scientific, that says pot is bad for you, physically and mentally. Okay, but this is the latest one. This comes from the Canadian Medical Association Journal. Adults under the age of 45 who consumed cannabis over the past 30 days experienced almost double the number of heart attacks than those who did not. That's very simple. That's pretty simple. It's a long list of maladies. You know, uh, we have overdose, drug overdose deaths in America. And about 100,000 ODs a, a year lead to death. That's the CDC stat. But it's far more than that. If you take heroin for a while, your heart will give out. You'll die from a heart disease. If you drink, you'll die from cirrhosis of the liver. But all of that goes back to the heroin and the booze. But it's not categorized as a drug overdose. Drug overdose is when you do something and then you hit the floor. So all of these narcotics and and alcohol, they kill you physically. But we don't categorize it like that. Okay, so the CDC, they don't want anybody to smoke tobacco or chew tobacco. Okay, they don't, that, nah, okay? Smoke a pot, they don't say anything. But tobacco, no. Roll the tape. Hi, I'm Brian. You probably know someone who's had a heart attack, COPD, or a heart bypass operation. You might even know someone who's had a heart transplant, lung cancer, or part of their lung removed. But what about someone who's had all six? Now you do. My tip is, if smoking doesn't get you one way, it'll get you another. You can quit. For free help, visit cdc.gov tips. Okay, CDC uh, blanketing the country with about eight anti-tobacco ads, and that's good. All right, you're a moron if you smoke or chew tobacco, because it is going to get you. Um, but. We looked around and said, do you have any anti-marijuana ads, CDC? No, nope. Not one. Not one. Why? Why? If that's an intoxicant that's hurting people physically and mentally, as all the studies show it is, why wouldn't you have a tobacco and anti-tobacco and anti-pot? Here's why. Money. So states like New York, where I am right now, they want the legalized pot because they want the money. You got to buy in a pot shop. Okay, but there's a big tax on it. California, Colorado, Washington State, on and on. They want the money. They don't want the government saying, don't, don't take pot. They want people to buy pot and hurt themselves. So they get the money. It's unbelievable. Talk about corruption. So CDC, how about an anti-pot ad? I'll do it. You call me up, I'll do it gratis. You can just use my commentary here on the No Spin News. Corruption, corruption, corruption. Number of states with high obesity rates doubles since 2018. CDC again. They don't want you chubby. They don't want you smoking. They don't want you chubby. All right? So 16 states reported last year, 2020, at least 35% of their adults are obese. Now, obese is not chubby. It's noticeably overweight. Okay? And I don't know what the poundage is, each person's different, but you have to be big to be obese. So the 16 states with the worst problems are Delaware, Iowa, Ohio, Texas, Alabama, Arkansas, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, and West Virginia. Okay, those states have the most obese people, but every single state, all 50, have documented more than 20 percent of its adult population is obese. Now th- there is a simple reason for that. I got my water. Okay? I got my water right here. No calories quenches my thirst. Um but many Americans want to taste with their beverage. You look at the amount of sugar in these iced teas, in these uh, energy drinks, in Coca-Cola 52 grams in a 12 ounce can of Coke bottle of Coke, 52 grams of sugar. Okay. On and on and on and on. Just go, go into your grocery store and look on the label. It says sugar G that's grams. People bolting this stuff down. It's killing you. That may be as bad as smoking. All right. Do we hear anything about that? No, because Coca-Cola, hey, Pepsi, yeah, iced tea, Snapple, big, big corporations. Now, I gave up sugar, as I told you. You know, I had a little ice cream last night, I got to confess. It's not a 100%. It's a, I watch all the sugar content, okay, because I don't believe in being that Spartan, Spartan coming from ancient Greece, but I've cut out 90% of the sugar that I consume, I eat in the morning Irish oatmeal, okay? No sugar. Look at the cereal. You look at that cereal that you're eating. Look at sugar grams on it. Irish oatmeal, put a little honey on it. I know honey's got a little bit, but it's natural. It's, it's not going to hurt you unless you dump the whole thing on it. little honey Irish oatmeal fills you up it's nice, and then there's bread. Bread, all, all kinds of sugar in bread, all right? I got the sourdough, no sugar. And it tastes better than the other bread. And then on and on and on and on. Now I'm not a zealot. I'm not telling you how to live, but I want because I'm looking out for you, your best life to happen. If you're going to continue to consume all this sugar or tobacco or pot or whatever it may be, you're going to go out and you're going to go out painful. There's no guarantee you won't go out painful if you respect your body, if you really you know work it. There's no guarantee. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. All right, let's go to the Pope. Pope Francis, as you know, I like him. You know, I I passed a few words with him few years ago in Rome. I think he's a very kind man, a very humanitarian man. But he's absolutely confused about abortion. And maybe I'll be excommunicated for saying it, but he is. And I think I'm gonna be able to prove it to you right now. So coming back from Slovakia, where the Pope was on a trip, he's on a papal plane. When he goes on a papal plane, he talks to the press. He doesn't really talk to the press on a regular basis, but on a plane he does. So, of course, because Joe Biden is now number one pro-abortion zealot, abortion came up. So here's what the Pope said about abortion. Put it on the screen, please. The second problem, that of abortion, it's more than a problem. It's homicide. Whoever has an abortion kills. No mincing words, unquote. Okay. I think that's pretty clear. Pope Francis believes abortion is murder. Homicide is murder. Okay? All right. Now, a lot of people don't believe that. But that's what the Pope believes, and that's what the Catholic Church teaches. So Joe Biden, as I said, is now, he's the big abortion guy. I I don't want any restrictions on abortion. This is President Biden. And you got to pay for it. Pope Francis, if you were an American citizen, you'd have to pay for it. That's Joe Biden. So there is a move, as you know, to deny Mr. Biden communion when he goes to mass. And that will be dealt with in November. But here's what the Pope said about that. All right. He says, what must the pastor do? This is the priest. Be a pastor. Don't go condemning. All right. Now I'm confused. This is why I want to interview Pope Francis. I'm going to put in another request, but he's never going to do it. So if abortion's murder and somebody is promoting abortion, promoting murder, making it easier to commit murder, as Mr. Biden is doing, don't go condemning that. There's no sanction on that. I, I, I There's such thing as accessory to murder. That means if you are in Planned Parenthood and you're, you know, funneling people into the abortionist office, you're an accessory to that you're making it happen. So the Pope, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting this, right? Now, I, I understand the overarch is that the sacraments shouldn't be used as punishment or vengeance. That's not what the sacraments of the Catholic Church are all about. But if you have a guy who is enabling murder, an accessory to, as Joe Biden clearly is, You're not going to sanction him? Well, I want to talk to him. I want to get a little explanation on that. Okay, on uh, the campus of Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland, uh, it's all crazy, woke stuff. So the student newspaper says that a pro-life group on campus called Case for Life is uh, dangerous. Quote, it is not just the students have to worry about laws that impose on their bodily autonomy, but they also have to worry about being in an environment that is supposed to be safe, but isn't. So if you are a member of a pro-life, you're making Case University unsafe. Uh, the uh, president of uh, Case Western Reserve University is a guy named Eric Kaler. K-A-L-E-R. All right. And he doesn't say anything. Great. Very good, Eric. Little mile. Nice job. All right, John Stewart, so he's complaining that he said the Wuhan virus came out of the Wuhan lab, and he got hammered on the internet. So Stewart tells a Hollywood reporter, hey, I'm surprised that the left is going after me. Remember, John Stewart was the titan of the progressive movement on The Daily Show, but he quit that. Now he's coming back to TV on some kind I don't even understand where he is, but he's coming back. But he's, he's shaken up, because the left went after him on the internet, because he said, yeah, the Wuhan virus probably came out of the Wuhan lab, which is probably true. Now, I told Stewart to wise up. It's a whole different ball game than it was six years ago. Now the left will try to cut your throat if you disagree with it on anything. I just want to remind you that stewart and i had a rather unique relationship a few years ago really listen to me here's, yeah. all, here's all i want from you today uh-huh this is it this is yeah. all we got to do in this conversation okay just one i have one simple goal yeah i want you to admit that there is such a thing as white privilege that's all i, want I you know, know i knew you were going that's to that's it just a little <laughs> i just i just want you to say i i'm i'm terribly terribly wrong on this i just want you to look in at me your in case second. there is white privilege <laughs> thank the you the fact that you're here sitting <laughs> thank there you. he doesn't even shave what? he doesn't even look at you what Doesn't shave what there isn't no you didn't shave this, this growth is from not it's called jewish privilege it happens <laughs> all right so Stuart and i had a lot of laughs in a lot of different forums, and we disagreed but it was very instructive can't do that now John Stewart won't invite me on his program now. Nope. He won't do it because he's afraid. And that's how much power these vicious progressives have. I wrote a message of the day on BillO'Reilly.com. I hope you read it. It's all about that. This day in history, September 16th, 1974, President Gerald Ford issues a conditional amnesty to all the draft Dodgers who left the USA during the Vietnam War. There are about 100,000 of them. Most fled to Canada Uh, between uh, the years 1965 and 73, about 2 million American men were drafted. And out of that crew, 100,000 left. But Ford said, you can come back, but you've got to do two years of public service to be reinstated as a good citizen. Of course, nobody did that. They all got reinstated. But that happened 47 years ago today. All right, I got a good mail segment and a good final thought, and we will commence with that after this announcement. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Okay, let's go to the mail. Always one of my favorite segments. Keith Simpson, uh, Chester, Maryland. Keith is a retired captain in the U.S. Navy. Bill General Miley is the senior military officer in the U.S.A., and he is a senior military advisor to the president. But your broadcast erroneously described him as a top commander in the U.S.A. He's not in a command position, and has no authority in the operational chain of command. I disagree with you, Captain. Okay, President Biden or President Trump, on and on, give direct orders to the chief of staff of the Joint Chiefs, all right, which would be Milley. And then he gives the orders down a chain. Uh, Ken Gilchrist, Meriden, New Hampshire. I think the Milley story is best understood when his phone call with Pelosi is revealed. That'll never be revealed. I, mean, I shouldn't say that. They should have taped it. But I doubt that they'll put that out, that transcript out. If they do, you're right. I'd love to know that Millie Pelosi situation. Um, In the New York Post, um, Miranda Devine, a columnist, writes a good good piece on Millie today. Might want to check that out. Shows what a sycophant he is. Jerry, either Millie is a liar or Woodward is a liar, can't be both. That is true. Lemax, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, down in Amish country. We are doomed. I don't believe we Republicans, conservatives will ever win another election. There is mass psychosis in the country, maybe the world. I don't think we're doomed, but we'll see next year. Republicans got to make a big comeback next year or the country. Dire trouble. Christine O'Connor, Scottsdale, Arizona, regarding the California recall. You heard about all the support for Newsom from high level Democrats and liberals. I did not hear any high level Republican give their money to support Larry Elder. That's because they don't know Larry Elder that much, in my opinion. He's a talk show guy, pundit. Um, And, you know, Elder, he was formidable in this. But you're right, the Republican Party did not get behind him on a national level. Cynthia, concierge member, direct access to me, Cynthia Getz. I was born and raised in California, never thought I would leave just over a year ago. I had enough, sold my home, moved to Arizona, no regrets. Cynthia, I hope you're happy in Arizona. And I hope Arizona doesn't go blue. Uh, Gerald, regret your 2020 vote yet? Yes, it's humorous, but the left has no taste for you. And put, up, put on that bumper sticker up there, okay? All right, so this is flying out of here. Thousands in two days. It's funny. We're doing it in a humorous way. Look at that! Look at that uh, bird! Look at the look on his face. <laughs> so you can buy them outright. Give them to your friends. You know we have five packs, or you can buy any of my killing books, including Killing the Mob. We'll give you two free. Now this is a hot item. I don't want to see everybody get it. It's fun, and it cost you a lot of money. I mean, we're making it easy to buy these, to buy the books, to buy everything on BillO'Reilly.com. Okay, so um, I'm going to start, I'm going to cut a TV promo for the Trump tour next week. Then we're going to start advertising, marketing the tour, which is in December. So if you want the nice seats, uh, go to BillOReilly.com, Lauderdale, Orlando, Florida, Dallas, Houston. We'll switch right over to the box office before the marketing begins. Word of the day, do not be peck sniffy In Love that word. And writing at BillO'Reilly.com. Back with a final thought in a moment. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, here is the final thought of the day. This has been a great week for the No Spin News, and I've hoped You've seen all the shows. We have three kick-butt guests. It's a little crude, but that's about as accurate. Doug Schoen, Stephen Miller. That's a little ominous picture of Miller, isn't it? Wow. And Mike Gonzalez on Black Lives Matter. Now, if you haven't seen those interviews, you can go to BillOReilly.com if you are a premium or concierge member and see him anytime you want. But if you missed them and you're not a member, you can't see him. And really, really, it's important that you see material like this. The final point I want to make in the final thought, we are way ahead of the news cycle and we don't censor anything. If you want to protect yourself and your family in every way, you need to listen to us, all right? Because we're going to give you information that the others won't give you or they'll be behind by a month or two. That's why Bill O'Reilly.com has prospered these last four and a half years into a realm never before seen on an independent news agency. But we still want to remind everybody that do your friends and family a favor. Give them a gift membership to Bill O'Reilly.com. And if you're not a member, you're watching us on The First, listening to us on WABC, get that membership. It means a lot. We'll see you soon.